0: Halloween is coming up, which means it's the season for horror movies and scaring people and stuffing your face, whether it's into a mask or into a big bag of candy. So Jess and I are going to sit down and we're not going to talk about a horror movie specifically, but we're going to talk about movies that freaked us out when we were kids on episode 43 of the podcast. Cue the music. Welcome everyone to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Prosek.
1: And I'm your other host, Jessica Quaz.
0: Yes, she is. And like I mentioned in the cold open, Jess, we're talking about (coughs) movies that freaked us out when we were kids and scared the living little shits out of us when we were little shits.
1: Yeah, I in going through my research for this I realized I was such a little wuss as a child And there were a lot of <laughs> movies that really freaked me out That weren't even supposed to be freaking children out But it did, it really scared me
0: Yes, um, this is actually an episode that we came up with During one of our previous episodes um, When uh, we realized that there was a movie That is a total like kids movie and not that bad but it both freaked us out when we were kids. We'll get more into it in a bit. But, uh, yeah, so Halloween, um, it's it's around the corner. Uh, what are you going to be this year for Halloween, Jess?
1: I have just decided my costume. I take Halloween very seriously, so it took me some time to, like, really brainstorm and figure out what I want to be. But I've landed on Wednesday Adams.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. A classic.
1: How about you? What are you going to do? <clears throat>
0: um, I don't know. I don't exactly have... Halloween plans this year at the moment Um, and I'm Not really in the mood to buy a new Costume or creative Enough to make one, so I think I'm gonna Break out one that I haven't used Since like 2011 2010, so like I feel like it's been a good buffer Since I used it last, and that's uh I have a Gumby costume
1: <laughs> Oh my gosh, I wanna see you in that What was your like best Halloween costume you've ever done What's your favorite?
0: Uh, Gumby has to be up there Because I never gotten a full suit costume type deal (laughs) And also because I cut a hole in the little mouth So I could drink as Gumby Um, And yeah, I think that also That Halloween was the first time That I ever got drunk in my life So it was
1: (laughs) Wow, so Gumby has a special place in your heart
0: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, good old Gumby. Even though it's one of those references that either everyone's like, yeah, Gumby, or some people are like, who the fuck is that? Is that like a deformed green man? You know. <laughs>
1: yeah, if you don't know who Gumby is, I'm sure he looks insane just walking down the street in like a bodysuit of Gumby. That would be really bizarre.
0: Yes, so um yeah jess um we're thinking of introducing a new segment to the podcast we're gonna see how people enjoy it um we're gonna break down what we watched this week so uh jess why don't you kick us off how about you talk about what do you watch this week uh movies wise
1: yeah so I've I've watched a lot this week. Um, it's October and so I've been doing my 31 days of horror movies um, <laughs> and so I've been watching a lot of really dark and twisted stuff in this month. Um, so uh, I could get into like all the movies I've been watching so far uh, but I won't. I'll save you the energy and for those of you who want to see what I've been, watching and hear what my thoughts are um i will be starting my own movie blog and my first post will be my 31 days of horror so more of the details and more of my thoughts will be on that um but for that this week some of the highlights were um the ring which i had never seen before uh, super dark like really really dark and i think kind <laughs> of like a psa on like pro-choice but that's just me um if you watch it with that in mind you'll see what I'm talking about um and then Slate and It Comes at Night were two of uh, this year's for horror movies that I finally got to see and both were really incredible really unique aside from horror though um I finally saw Wind River which we had talked about a whole bunch um yes I thought it was amazing I think it is I, I think it's up there with Hell or High Water in terms of uh Taylor Sheridan's best work. Um, they're both extremely different in their stories, but both were very engrossing to me in the same way. So I very much enjoyed Wind River. Uh, I would say go see it if it's still in theaters. Um, if you haven't heard, the movie is sort of in a weird place right now because it just recently cut ties with, with its distribution partner, which was the Weinstein Company. Um, so support it. Support that movie because that had the gets enough to walk away from something terrible and it's still a great piece of art. Uh, aside from that I saw Blade Runner 2049. Um, all I'll say about that is I loved it. I thought it was stunning and mind-blowing but I could see why people don't love it. Um, so if you're expecting like explosions in a big action movie don't go see it. If you're expecting it to be Blade Runner Go see it. Just know what you're getting yourself (laughs) into. Um, Because a few of the complaints I heard was there wasn't enough action. It was like, well, it never marketed itself as an action movie, though, so you shouldn't be mad about that, but whatever. And then the most recent movie I watched was Colossal, which is on Hulu. Um, Oh, it
0: is? I wanted to see that. You
1: should watch it. I really, really enjoyed it. I actually had pretty high expectations for it. It surpassed that. It was, it went into a place I didn't expect it to go. So it was also very surprising how it, the twists and turns of the story. Um, but yeah, if you have Hulu, I would highly suggest you go out and you watch it as soon as possible. Cause it was actually way better than I anticipated. Um, it was really great. I really enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. Um, so real quick before I go to mine, um, Uh, We'll also do what you watched uh, these last couple weeks in TV. Have you been watching any TV?
1: The most recent TV I've been watching is American Horror Story Cult, um, which has been really polarizing for a lot of its audience, Uh, but given that it's based around the election, it's not surprising that it's polarizing. Um, I find myself liking it by episode to episode, sort of, where... Um, like, like this past week's episode I didn't really like, but I liked the weeks prior so I'm interested to see where that will go and then I just recently, like yesterday, saw some of the Will and Grace uh, revival, which was really funny. I didn't expect it to be so funny. I thought it was kind of weird that they were... You know, I love the original show, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, when you reboot a series like that, it could either go really well or really wrong. Um, and this one uh-huh. was one that went really well. They came back in a way that works, and it's very, like, fresh humor Really relevant topics uh, It's really funny So again, if you have Hulu Go check out Will & Grace too
0: Awesome uh, So yeah uh, I also have seen uh, Between our last episode and now Quite a quite a few movies um, And then a handful of TV shows So for movies um, uh, I'll give a shout out to Charlie and Bethany Duber A host of the Movie Trailer Trash podcast I just went down to Kansas City And visited them and uh, we saw a few movies together. And also, I was recently a guest on their episode. Uh, they did a movie trailer trash episode on the more, most recent Star Wars The Last Jedi episode. So, Jess, I know you're a fan of Star Wars. If you want to go hear me and uh, the, the the Dubers um, talk about that trailer, um, you can listen to them on iTunes as well. We like to plug them on the show because they plug us on theirs. So, uh, while I was in Kansas City, we saw The Foreigner. In theaters Um, It's the most recent Jackie Chan movie And all I'll say About that movie Is that It was Like It was fine But the problem is It was marketed To be Jackie Chan And he was Not in the movie As much as you would think And Wait really
1: I thought he was like The lead
0: uh, he is Like his character is But there was like a couple sections where he literally Disappeared for like 20-25 minutes And it's a lot of Pierce Brosnan Talking on the phone in an Irish accent With other people with Irish accents And British accents So Weird. it's not a bad movie by any means But I think it's just Don't go into it thinking it's going to be a kickass uh, Jackie Chan movie It's more so showed show that he has Some dramatic chops he did an amazing job acting wise against his type that he's done for years. But um, I would I would see some other movies ahead of it. One of which I saw was Marshall, um, the uh, the biopic with uh, Chadwick Bozeman that I think it was really good. Uh, maybe a little long, but I think it was nice to see. It was a courtroom drama, and it had great acting. Chadwick Bozeman, like he is just everywhere. Jackie Robinson. Black Panther, he played Thurgood Marshall in this. He's just... Well, Chadwick Boseman, they can't be stopped. And, so, <laughs> um, wait, real so quick,
1: I just wanted to ask you, because the last time we talked about this movie, we really talked about how like it has Oscar potential with it being a biopic and the, the actors in it. Now that you've seen it, do you still feel that way?
0: Potentially. I feel like it's one of those movies that, like depending on how some of the other Oscar-worthy movies do... Like, it could be one that just barely doesn't make it. Um, Like, the Chadwick Boseman was great, but I think, like, the movie as a whole, it was, like, nothing mind-blowing. It was, like, a run-of-the-mill biopic. One thing I'll just say that I enjoyed that was refreshing was most biopics, they try to tell the entire life of the person, whereas, like, this just focuses on this one case. So I liked how it just, it really digs in and it shows you all the trouble and the, the controversy and the things that he had to go through for this case. So I enjoyed that it wasn't like the film started with him being born and then it ended with him dying. Um, so that was a nice change-up. Um, I also saw, real quick, I didn't see it in theaters, but I finally on HBO saw Hacksaw Ridge um, with Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah, uh, Jess is making a face for those... <laughs> <laughs> for those who are not <laughs> uh not you or me um I'm sorry I'm guessing it, it was just I'm a guessing, it, <laughs> guessing it has something to do with mel gibson <laughs>
1: No it do, it's just the, that movie I was not a fan I was You not. saw it? I saw So I did, but okay, maybe I did this to myself, because I, I did see it, but I saw it in a movie hopping marathon, so it was the third movie I saw of the day, and the first two oh. movies I'd seen was Arrival and Hell or High Water, which are two incredible, amazing movies.
0: Damn, And, so then, and then you had to see that? Hacksaw Ridge is like two and a half yeah, hours.
1: Yeah, it's a very long movie, but I think it was also just like I had seen two really amazing movies, and it was ready for a third amazing movie, and the third one was the worst of the day, Maybe it was something to do with that, but I just didn't. I
0: was gonna say, what if it went first or second? Do you think it would have done better for you? I think
1: it would have, though, because I think that movie in particular was like marketed to be like the next, like Saving Private Ryan, and it was like the next big war movie. And to me, it just didn't live up to that. And I felt like there wasn't really much of a compelling story. I just wasn't into it. I don't know. It wasn't for me. I. Uh, I don't know I didn't And I did not like it And for the longest time I would call it Hacksaw Bitch Like during Oscar oh, season pfft. Just as my way of being like I hate this stupid movie I don't know It's not my cup of tea I don't like it Plus Mel think- kind of
0: sucks I think one thing that would have made the movie, uh, I'll, this is the main thing I'll say, is like Andrew Garfield's performance is good, although sometimes with his accent it was a little eh. But who am I? I can't do a British accent and he's really British, so doing an American accent, it's, you know, accents, whatever. But I thought Vince Vaughn was fun. Um, but my main thing was they could have cut like the first 20 to 30 minutes, like pretty much. Like there was a love story that did not need to be there. Like if you completely omitted his love story it would not have changed the movie at all. So I think if they made it a little shorter and they got to the action um, a little bit better, uh, or a little bit quicker. I, I do think it's a compelling story. I just think they wasted time on other stuff.
1: They but did. The beginning... Yeah, yeah, screw that movie.
0: Let's move on. <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> this weekend, uh, shout-out to Jerry Gonzalez from Residents Beyond. Uh, he had a, a little party with... get-together with friends. We watched Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. Um... Which, first time seeing these movies, uh, I obviously enjoyed Sam Raimi's work on the first two Man, and I love Bruce Campbell, even though I hadn't seen him in much. I just think he just seems like an entertaining guy. And, yeah, the movies are ridiculous, and they're <laughs> so weird. And I guess I enjoyed... It was, like, a horror movie that was funny, but not one you're, like, laughing at. Like, it was supposed to be goofy and funny. So that's what I enjoyed, was... Um, that it was fun and not like some horror movies. I feel like they're totally supposed to be serious. And I'm just like, I can't help but laugh at them. Um, so those were a fun time. And then lastly, a movie I saw just yesterday from when we were recording this, uh, Swiss army man. Um, this is a movie that came out last year with Paul Dano and Daniel Radcliffe. I'd really wanted to see it cause it looked so wildly original and I'll just say it is really unique and <laughs> really original. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the ending, um, but, like, I wouldn't condemn the whole movie just because of the ending. Um, but, yeah, it's certainly not for everyone. Um, certainly weird. Um, so, Swiss Army Man. Uh, but, hey, it was a small independent movie, only made for, like, a few million dollars. Um, it's not like they spent $50 million on this thing, but, yeah. Yeah certainly unique um but anyway what i watched the tv this week i've been keeping up on the new season of kirby enthusiasm god larry david i don't know why he stopped doing this show it's been a six year hiatus and he literally just picked up from where he left off and it's fucking hysterical uh especially i've been watching the episodes like while i'm on my lunch break and i just find myself cracking up and going back to work with it in a better mood um I've also been watching Room 104 on HBO. Um, It's an anthology series by the Duplass Brothers. Every episode takes place in a motel room, Room 104, and every episode's different characters. It's kind of like Twilight Zone, where sometimes it's open-ended episodes, sometimes it's, you know... But yeah, the new episodes... uh, Sorry, new characters, new situations. Some are scary, some are fun. It's been, yeah, five episodes in, very, very interesting series um uh have you watched any room 104 jess
1: i've only seen the first episode and i was really into it um so that's something i'm definitely going to be revisiting uh probably after i binge watch stranger things season two though um (laughs) and i did i actually did start watching curb your enthusiasm as well but i've been i didn't watch the original so i've been going back before i watched the new ones but um it's the hyster- original it's hysterical. yeah the original <laughs> the old school ones but um, the, the i've been watching seasons. some of the first season and like obviously the quality is you know of its time but the humor is hysterical like it's still yeah. really funny um, First so season was like
0: 1999 that. you know it was so yeah, long ago Which you
1: can you can tell like in the production but like in the actual like writing and the dialogue it's still really funny it still like really hits you so i can't wait to see like the new stuff too
0: Yeah, Um, it's just, it's crazy how a majority of that show is improv. Um, Like, you would have no idea. It's just classic. If you're a fan of Seinfeld, you should pick up Kirby Enthusiasm. I, you know, I I feel like sometimes I am Larry David the way he handles certain social situations. Um, Like, one of my favorite ones, I'll just say real quick, is when he's in a yogurt shop. And this woman is sampling all the different flavors of yogurt. And he's just like, oh, come on. You you know, you're abusing your sampling privileges. (laughs) And she's like, she's like, let me try the banana. He's like, let me guess. It tastes like a banana. You know, (laughs) I feel like that's me when I'm in situations with other people. Um, But yeah, so Kirby Enthusiasm, Room 104. And lastly, I guess this is the TV category. I watched WWE TLC, latest WWE pay-per-view. Uh, very, very interesting show For those who watched it um, There was a return of a wrestler who hasn't re- uh, Wrestled in the company for 11 years um, So it was very God no <laughs> God no <laughs> They probably don't want to touch him with a 10 foot pole yeah, After all the shit he's been through No one does No one does No one does no, you're just making me think of the whole sex. I'm sorry. Controversy I, just, you went I, know,
1: I don't mean to be an asshole. I just know very little about WWE. And when you said a guy who hadn't been in a while, I was like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Either that no, or The it, Rock. I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, it was this guy named Kurt Angle who was actually an Olympic gold medalist. Oh, and shit. yeah, he hadn't wrestled since 2006 in the company. He'd wrestled other places. But yeah, it was crazy. So um, yeah. Anyway, now that we've got through our new segment of what we watched this, uh, those last couple weeks, I guess we should get to our actual episode, Jess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about other things that we haven't watched in a really long time. Cause most of these yeah. I have not seen since I was a kid because I've been so scarred by them that I refuse yeah. to see them ever again.
0: So I think we should start with the one that actually sparked the idea of this episode, which uh, we brought up a couple episodes. I don't know how we got on the topic, but uh, the movie Jumanji um, was a movie that we both apparently were freaked out at as kids. And uh, y- y- you want to uh, go a little bit into this, Jess?
1: Yeah, I am so surprised that we never discussed our. F- Fears of Jumanji as a kid because like you're the only other person I've ever talked to who's agreed with me everyone else was like Jumanji it's fun like it's animal what are you talking about no it's horrifying like from the very beginning <laughs> when he's he sucked into the board game yes that was an awful image to see as a child because, like, I was very little when I watched it. Like, I must have been, like, five or six. Like, was too little to understand the world. And so, as yes. a child, like, you see a kid innocently playing a board game and just gets sucked into it. Like, what am, what am I going to do that's going to get me sucked into something? I don't know how this world works. <laughs> that image was what stuck with me the most, was that. And then, just, like, I just remember like their house getting like really messed up from like animals and it just was very destructive. It's a very loud and destructive movie. <laughs> and it's not a movie anyone should see in their first Does it years give you anxiety? <laughs> it does. It did as a kid. It definitely did as a kid. I think I might yeah. have mentioned this in the last episode, but I was so freaked out by that movie that my mom actually would use it as a way to discipline me. Like, she, <laughs> like I would be acting up, and she would be like, I'm going to put on Jumanji when we get home if you don't stop. And that would work. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. I don't, don't make me watch Jumanji. Don't. So the the, the deepness of this movie runs. It Scarred does. you for life. I, and I haven't—I yes. have not actually seen it since. Like, I know that I could handle it now that I'm 25, and I've seen like House of a Thousand Corpses. Like, I should be okay, but yes. I just—I won't. I have such negative feelings about that movie that I, no, I just—I like, I won't do it.
0: I completely agree. <laughs> I the the part that when I was a kid. And I, I think I remember, I think it was, like, our neighbors that lived behind us. Like, I think I remember I was there, like, the first time. where like, they would always want to put it on for whatever reason. Like, that was, like, the kids that we were friends with, like, they always wanted to fucking watch that movie of all the goddamn movies. And I just remember the beginning, you know, when he's playing the game and he gets sucked into the game that, like, I either would look away. I couldn't watch it. I'd go in the other room. Or, like, uh, if my brother ever, like, had it, like, I would would want to fast forward or, like, have, be like, tell me when it's over, you know? It's torturous. <laughs> like,
1: I, it's an awful image.
0: It's crazy that he gets sucked, because I think it's because we're kids and he, it's happening to a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, if it happened to, like, an adult, I think it'd be a little bit different. But because it's a kid, it's like I don't want to get sucked into a game. Exactly, you know? it's
1: like the innocence of just playing a game leads him to get like sucked into it forever. Like what? That's
0: it's almost terrifying. It's almost like that first fifteen minutes was like a horror movie. Like it really. Uh, and I know some people are probably like, "What the fuck are these two talking about?" I know, but <laughs> I it, hope it that is like, so if funny. we have a
1: listener, though, please let us know if you felt the same way about Jumanji as a kid.
0: please let us know know that Jess and I are not the only two people that were freaked out by Jumanji as kids and like like she said well like I've watched it now and I've grown because it's Robin Williams and he was one of he was one of my comedic inspirations growing up him and Jim Carrey so like I eventually sucked it up and watched it but like I wouldn't I would be lying if I didn't say that, like, if I put that movie on, like, that I just skipped the beginning. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> like, it just. I don't know. What do I, why do I need you to see don't need it? To I don't see need that. to. You don't need to I don't to see need to. It. It's awful. The, nothing, it's so scary. I don't benefit from seeing it. No, clearly you don't. <laughs> so, we're,
1: t- we're still talking about
0: it. <laughs> we're still traumatized. But also, so, like, when
1: he returns, too, like, when you see what he turned out to be after getting sucked into the game, it's not. Pretty. It's really scary, too. He's, like, yeah. disheveled and... I'm like Mom? Like,
0: <laughs> Dad? And you're <laughs> just like, oh... <laughs>
1: oh, gosh, no. Right? Oh, God. it's bad. It's sc- uh. But, yeah, so that's what sparked this conversation, because, like, that movie got me thinking about other movies that freaked yeah. me out as a child. And, honestly... Like, none of them are horror movies. Only, like, one is kind of a, is a horror exactly.
0: movie. Exactly. <laughs> like, none of mine are either. And I thought that's why this would a be, be a fun episode. Because, like, I feel like every podcast now or every, like, web show, like, they're talking about their favorite horror movies, their favorite Halloween movies, all that kind of stuff. Well, like, that's why I feel like this is something a little different. Like, Halloween, it's, a like, a big thing is scaring people. And so why not? And it's for kids, you know. It's a Halloween. Well, not only for kids, but it's... Predominantly a kid holiday with the trick or treating, being scared. So why not let's talk about movies that scared us. So, um, so yeah, we both mutually agree on Jumanji. Jess, would you like to list one of your first ones that also freaked you out as a kid?
1: Sure. So I'll go with another totally kid-friendly, totally not <laughs> scary movie that scared me so bad as a child, and that was Honey I Shrunk the
0: Kids. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even think of that movie. Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay, so I actually yeah, have to the move. ant? Right? Was it the ant? It's, oh, I, okay, so I actually didn't remember this. I was talking to my mom about, like, doing this episode. Or oh, the sca- scorpion. She told me that it was this, the concept of children being shrunk that freaked me out. Like, I just didn't like the idea of kids... Again, I think it goes back to the fact that we were kids when we were watching it, and it was happening to kids, and it was just the idea of, like, me as Jessica being shrunk and, like, people (laughs) can't see me or hear me was, like, that was just so terrifying that from the beginning, that movie, like, just freaks me out so bad, um... And then, but yeah, like I had seen it as a kid and then I went like so long without it. I totally forgot this movie existed. It came out in 1989. I have no idea how old I was when I saw it, but I must have been really little because again, I was like, I was still trying to grasp like reality and what the world is. And in my <laughs> mind, if something happens in a movie, like, why can't it happen? I don't know. I'm trying to yeah, figure out this I, world. I don't know. Um <laughs> and so yeah, if like my dad were to accidentally make a machine and shrink me, that sounds awful. So that movie like really freaked me out and just watching like the ki- like the shrinking of the kids, that did it. But then also like seeing them like like trying to like scavenge at their house and like get to safety and like at one point I think like there's an ant or a spider and that just like did it and like that just I lost my mind there. Um well, that yeah. one did it. Oof.
0: I remember at first, like, yeah, they get freaked out by the ant, but then I think an, uh, a scorpion attacks the ant. And then, like, the ant tries to protect them, and then the scorpion's freaky. And, yeah, I think there's a part where, like, where they ride on a bumblebee, you know, like, it's, yeah, I, it's I totally see that now. Yeah, I totally it's a lot. see that.
1: It's a lot it's... happening. And if it's like, also, you're <laughs> shrunk in your own home, too. So, like, even though you're in your own home, you're not safe in your own home, which is a very yeah. dark concept to introduce to children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it really is
1: It's heavy um,
0: Yeah, it is um, <laughs> God, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, wow I've been wanting to buy that movie Because I have it on VHS But yeah, I've been wanting to buy it on DVD Because yeah, that, I feel like it's a classic though
1: So what's really odd was I hated Honey, I Shrunk the Kids But I really liked, I think it was the sequel Or the third one Where it was Honey, I Shrunk the parents or the adults honey
0: i shrunk ourselves
1: ourselves i really liked that one actually like i really (laughs) liked that one and i think it goes back to like the fact that it was adults being shrunk and so then i was like whatever i'm not an adult i'm a child that won't happen to me i don't know (laughs) but yeah i oddly liked the sequel a lot but i hated the first one as a child
0: yeah which i always forget there was also honey i blew up the baby
1: which is a very weird title too, like that, it is. and a weird concept that you like make your child a giant,
0: yeah, beast. So, <laughs> um, no, that's wow. We're we're really going back nostalgia, nineties um, nostalgia. Um, so I'll also kind of jump off the. I'll, I'll pick I'll pick another one that's kind of like a kids movie that, like, I've really only seen this movie, like, once because I couldn't handle it. Um, Never-ending story uh, when the horse sinks into the quicksand.
1: oh, Oh, that is such a tragic moment. Like, I
0: don't remember almost anything else about that movie because that was, like, scarring. I didn't even, like... I wasn't even a kid. Like, I wasn't even around horses that much. It's not like I had an attachment... To horses. It was like the the idea of quicksand of like this because it's a kid. It's these movies that they're kids' movies with kids that this kid is trying to save his horse and he's pulling and he's pulling and that you see the the horse freaked out as he's sinking into the quicksand, which it's just it's hilarious how quicksand became one of the the things that would freak like so many people around the world out, yet we never deal with quicksand. You know, like... <laughs> That's <laughs> like there's true. No, it's like, a, there's like no, a good
1: story, like, device, but we never yeah. actually see it in our day-to-day.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's no... It's not like you're walking in downtown Chicago and just like, oh, you can't go down Wabash. There's a huge fucking pile of quicksand. <laughs> like, it's never an issue. But that freaked me out. Um, like... Just seeing that horse go sinking, and then like I think they even have like a scene where like the kids just like crying about his horse that oh, died. Oh yeah,
1: no, I totally remember this, and I I'm like you where I think I watched it a couple times as a kid, but like I don't remember much besides that horse scene because it's so tragic. And you're right, like the kid is like just screaming, like it's just it's so tragic. And then and like then, I don't remember where the story goes from there. I don't. I just don't remember he died. The horse. Because is isn't gone. a
0: kid reading the book? But then there's the kid that's in the book. Yes. So, like, the kid is reading it, and he's like, no! And I'm just like, right? No! (laughs) (laughs) Like, it... uh, God, who would have thought that, like, quicksand with a fucking, um, you know, a horse that would just make me... Like, that's all I remember about them. That and the huge fucking white furry dragon bullshit. He's cute. cute. Like, But besides, the,
1: like, that, was adorable. But besides <laughs> that,
0: I don't remember anything, because that horse scene, like, yeah, freaked me out. It
1: was too much. I was more of a fan of The Labyrinth, which was more of a trippier, scarier movie, though, if you think about it, with, like, the baby kidnapping and everything, but, like, yeah, I think it was just that that horse scene was so tragic that, like, I never wanted to watch that movie ever again. It was so... Terrifying, And so Labyrinth is way more fun. I just would stick with that if
0: I was going to watch a kooky movie. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs>
0: so what's another one of yours?
1: Okay, so another one of mine that I... Okay, it's not a kid's movie, no matter what people tell me. And it is really freaky. Is Gremlins? Okay. Okay, so, all right. Like, here's the thing. Gremlins is terrifying. Um, People will be like, oh, but Gizmo, he's so cute. Yes, Gizmo is so adorable. He's the cutest little thing maybe ever in cinema. He's so cute with his big (laughs) ears. I think he's so cute. But some of the problem for me as a child was, one, the gremlins themselves. Gizmo's not a gremlin. People forget that Gizmo is not a gremlin. The gremlins themselves are these, like, eerie little, like, creatures that are just like hellish like they're just like just awful and they're not cute and then the one cute little character gizmo at one scene i actually found it in the research and i will blast it on my twitter for those of you who just absolutely need to see the scene there is one scene where someone spills water on gizmo and it is absolutely tragic because um He can't like survive, or like it's really, really weird. But basically, like a character accidentally, like, knocks over a glass of water and gizmo, and he just starts screaming and freaking out, and he's in a ton of pain. And so, this cute little thing is like injured and scared, and like that, as a child, is awful to see. That'd be like if Elmo's like crying, like, you never want to see that. (laughs) Um, and then, like, he's not only freaking out, but then, like, the skin off his back, like, starts bubbling, okay, which is also terrifying, and then it actually jumps, <laughs> like, chunks of his skin and fur start to jump off his back and, like, create these, like, little balls that are just, like, on a desk, with which then, like, spark, like, other little gizmo monster things. And as a child, that scene, it was only about two minutes, but that whole thing watching that play out was awful because gizmo is in pain, he's hurt, he's not okay, what is going on here? And then all of a sudden, like, his skin is popping off of him and other things are sprouting. Like, that is so terrifying. And I, re- again, I rewatched it. And it's very creepy. It's a really weird scene. It makes no sense. Um, but it, that's sort of like the, the never-ending story with you, where it's like one moment was enough to ruin it, and for yeah. Gremlins, that was that moment. It was like, okay, I can handle the like really like annoying boys in it. I can handle the creepy like little Gremlins, but I cannot handle cute little gizmo in pain. I can't do it. I can't.
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. I It's been so long since I've seen Gremlins that... Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Man. It's an
1: awful it's actually it's really awful. I think it's terrible. Like I think it's actually scary. <laughs> um I haven't rewatched I haven't that's one I have not seen since I was a kid. I should watch it uh for the rest of October, but like I don't know. <laughs> I don't I think I would still be kinda like weirded out by it.
0: <laughs> oh gosh, gremlins. Um, so speaking of a, uh, this is a 90s movie with some interesting monster villain type things, uh, Tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie that I love, um, and I, it, I'm always, like, not defending it, but I'm always telling people, like, if you haven't seen it, you need to see it. This is a movie that it was always on, like, TNT, TBS, all those things, um, it's so here's the thing. Like it's it's totally a goofy, campy kind of horror type comedy with Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward and Michael Gross and Reba McIntyre. Um yeah. I forgot she's in that. Right? Oh yeah. You forget that she has a scene where she unloads on one of the, the graboids, these giant worm things that come out of the ground and eat people. Um so there was one scene that particularly scarred me was um so I, I have an older brother, and he had, like, some friends over, and they were watching it in the basement, and I wandered my way down, like, you know, typical little brother, like, what are you guys doing? And uh, so I wasn't even at the beginning of the movie, it was, like, right in the middle, um, where, basically, the characters are kind of realizing that these things come out from under the ground, and they're like, we gotta be quiet, and they won't hear our vibrations and they won't know where we're at. So they're in a store like trying to be quiet. And then a fucking like fridge or something starts making noise and they're like we got to turn it off. We got to turn it off and they're all freaking out. And one of the worm things comes out from the floor of the store to eat one of the people. And one of those people was played by the same actor who was the grandpa in Three Ninjas. If you guys have seen true 90s callback, the three ninjas movies, which there was like four of those. I own all of them on VHS, Uh, one of which features Hulk Hogan, bringing it back. Uh, Oh, goodness. so, So that grandpa I'd grown up with that he was like, you know, it's like, oh, grandpa, he teaches us kung fu and shit. And then he gets eaten And, like, he's getting pulled down into the mouth of this big worm thing, and he's got blood coming from his nose. And he's this little old Asian man. He's like, ah, you know, and I'm like, like, what is going on? You know, and I was so freaked out, like, that they were eating the grandpa from Three Ninjas.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, that must have been traumatizing to, like, see that moment. What a terrible time for you to, like, walk in when you, like, notice someone on the screen who you know Because there's totally other
0: scenes... Yeah, there's totally other scenes where they kill other characters that probably wouldn't have been as traumatic. But because I had only known that actor from one of my favorite like kid franchises I'm just like it's the grandpa from Three Ninjas oh what's this movie I I bet it's fun and then like gets swallowed he literally gets like swallowed whole and like you see Kevin Bacon and all the other characters trying to grab his hand to keep him out and like the worm thing just keeps dragging him in and he's screaming and like I said blood's coming from his nose and he's just like I'm like holy shit what the fuck is this Brian and like of course like typical older brother Brian get out of here um, yeah, when you
1: had seen it at that age, did you, like, immediately book it out of the room? Were you like, nope, I can't handle it? Or were you trying to continue to watch I it? Think,
0: I think I was, like, frozen. Like, I didn't Aww. know how... <laughs> I didn't know what to do. Like, I... Because, <laughs> like, these aren't, like... It's not like, okay, like, you know, like other movies with animals that exist when they attack people. Like... But this is a thing that didn't exist. So I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this big worm thing? Do those exist? Are there, like, is this why we don't go to, like, the fucking desert? Because there's big goddamn worms out there eating people? Like, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, I saw that movie when I was, like, like 15 or 16. And it was, like, really, like, wacky. But, like, really, like, campy horror. So it was, like, fun. I can't imagine seeing that as a child. Because it's, like, yeah, the creepy worm things... A lot of, like, blood and death and just madness and, like, a lot of yelling, a lot of, like, energized Kevin Bacon. Like, there's a lot happening. If you see that as a child, that must have been so freaky.
0: Yeah. And, like, years later, like, I totally, like, am in love with the movie now, but I just will never forget as a kid, like, I... Like, I'm recording right now in the basement that I was in. Like, I was... (laughs) I was, like, right over there. Like, uh, no one can see this. It's an audio thing. But, like, just... I was, like, right over there. And the TV (laughs) was right there. And this fucking grandpa from Three Ninjas got eaten. Oh, my
1: God. Like, that sounds just like... That is seriously the worst time for you to walk in on that movie. Was When your beloved grandpa from Three Ninjas is, like, (laughs) brutally being murdered by it, like snake slime thing. Oh my god, that's awful. I would have, honestly, I probably would have ran away screaming as a kid. That (laughs) has really done a number on me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what's another one for you?
1: So another one for me. This is absolutely not a horror movie, but it is definitely part of the 90s nostalgia. Um, This is another one where it was just one element of the movie freaked it out for me. <laughs> I'm um, sensing
0: a pattern for us.
1: I know. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about this with our therapist later. Like, what do these elements <laughs> mean for us in our lives? Like, what? Right. Like, like, the slugs and tremors means you have a control issue or something. I don't know. <laughs> Gizmo for me is I'm just a real pessimist. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, but, okay, so I love this movie now. I have since rewatched it. Um, But when I was younger, Batman Returns by Tim Burton really freaked me out. But the only part that really freaked me out was any scene with Danny DeVito. Because Danny DeVito just looked so grotesque and such a monster. And, like, just anytime he'd come on the screen, I would just flip out. And, like, I would, like, hide under a blanket and be like, well, let me know when he's off. Like, he just really, like, the image (laughs) of him... Was so spot on for a villain. It was a really well done villain because he's disgusting and he lives in a sewer. And he just like, I remember seeing him like grab like a raw fish and just eat it. And I was like, this is awful. This is so gross. And, like, him with his, like, little penguin army of terrorists, like, that freaked me out. His penguin
0: terrorist (laughs) army.
1: That's what they were. They were, like, bombing people. And, like, that was a really (laughs) weird juxtaposition for me to see as a child because penguins are so cute and now they're destructive. Like, what is happening? And so that movie, like, really freaked me out. I must have been, like, really little again because it came out (laughs) the year I was born. But I just remember, like, that image of Danny DeVito freaked me out, and I refused to watch Batman movies until I was maybe, like, 12 or 13 when I was, like, grasping what the world was. I don't know, but he really just it just embodied this disgusting life form, and it, as a child seeing that, it freaked me out.
0: No, I I totally see that. I, I remember that, because that was one of the Batman movies I had seen the least when I was younger, because yeah, it, uh, he was just so, like, he's so pale and he's just, like, he's always, like, like black shit's, like, coming from his mouth all the time and, you know, like, he's just, like, chunky in a weird way. Like, it's not just Danny DeVito. Like, you know, they could tell they kind of made him like, yeah. I I don't know. It just, it was always weird and, like, no wonder people were kind of just, like, this is too dark. Mm -hmm. It's, like, not that it was too dark, but it was just, like, not what we were expecting. um, You know, Uh, with Tim Burton tackling another Batman movie. Yeah, I totally... (laughs) (laughs) Especially, like, his death scene. Um,
1: Oh, yeah, when he, like, floats away with, like, the little penguin army, and then they, like, follow him, right? Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, that was also, like, really disturbing. Like, watching it now, I see the visuals of how a villain is shaped, and, like, how... He just looks despicable, and that's really cool. But as a kid, it was just so well done that it really freaked me out. And you're right, there's always, like, stuff, like, coming out of his mouth that freaked me out. He was always kind of, like, heavily breathing. He just didn't feel like... Like, he just felt like a creature. He looked like a, like a fat penguin who would eat <laughs> you. And as a child, yeah. that would really freak me out. Um, but the rest of the movie, I was, like, kind of into. Like, I was into, like, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Like, she didn't really freak me out. I thought she was kind of cool. But Danny DeVito just did it. And you're right, like, I think out of all of the Batman movies of that era, um, that's probably, like, the least family-friendly because Danny DeVito is just so dark and good and creepy as Penguin.
0: Yeah, definitely. So this one uh, is going to kind of go away from our trend for a second um, because this is not a kid's movie, but I probably shouldn't have seen it as a kid. Um, It's a classic. It... Uh, this and Star Wars helped shape blockbusters, Jaws. Um, So Jaws, um, this is why it freaked me out. This is like yet another, like we have such a trend of like, it's like one scene kind of freaks us out. And also, um, so I had a friend who had invited me over with, like, some other friends, and, like, he really wanted to watch Jaws. But the fucked up part, and, like, now that I'm, like, older and thinking about this, is, like, he only wanted to see the scenes where people got eaten. And so, Whoa. like, I hadn't seen the movie, and he he had fast-forwarded, like... I, I was, like, trying not to pay attention for, like, the first scene when, like, the chick got eaten. And then, like, they fast-forwarded to when, like, the little boy gets eaten. And, like, that freaked me out, because not only, you know, everyone near water is kind of afraid of sharks after seeing Jaws, but more so because, yet again, with a lot of these movies we brought up before, it was a little kid, and, like, I think it was, like, you didn't even really, like, you you know, he thrashes around, and then just, like, all the red in the water, and then, like, I think it was, like, like, you had brought up, um... With, like, one of your movies, is just like, I, I still don't even understand, like, death fully. You know, like, what is that? You know, like, did that, did that shark thing kill that kid? I was, I want to say, like, six, seven. Like, I was super young and was not expecting it to be that violent. And um, I'm sure some people were like, what? I've always saw Jaws as a kid, and I, it's not that scary. It's like, yeah, but, like, I had no expectations on, like, what was coming, so it totally threw me off
1: i had like now that you mention it, a similar experience i totally forgot about jaws i mean like obviously not as a film but how much it freaked me out as a kid um where yeah like one of my friends invited me over to her house and she's saying like, let's watch this movie and i didn't know what it was and it was jaws and there's just yeah like i was like maybe like a little bit older but still like trying to understand like what death is, and to see just, like, brutal murder, bloody sharpness all up in your face is really terrifying as a child. Um, but it sounds like you had a way more interesting experience since your child <laughs> friend would just only want to watch the death scenes. What is that kid up to now? Like I don't do you know. That's a team? good question. <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like some really... Issues there But yeah No Like that Those deaths As a child Absolutely terrifying Absolutely
0: So uh, What is your Your last one Jess
1: So my final one Is actually a horror movie But I don't know If How much you could count it But it did freak me out As a child But back in the day, children, we used to have this place called Blockbuster. And Blockbuster was this place (laughs) where you'd go to rent these things called VHSs. And VHSs were kind of like old DVDs, if you will. Anyway, there was this VHS that I would always walk by as a young, young child. And that was Hellraiser. Oh, boy. Yes. I don't know what asshole at Blockbuster positioned the shelving to have Hellraiser that low for a child to see it. But I would, and I would remember it would be like, the horror movies were next to like the family friend movies, which is a terrible way to design a blockbuster, but that's how it was. And so I'd remember like as a young child, like walking past the aisle, and, more, and once I got to this point, like if I looked to my right, there would be Pinhead um and it was a very creepy box like pinhead with his m- face which is just a terrifying face just staring you down and like there's all these like weird like butchery m- things behind him and then just in red it just says hellraiser and it's a very disturbing image to see as a child and i had no like concept of like like what a horror movie is and like what a monster is and like i was just trying to understand it And so to me pinhead was literally just like I mean, it kind of is like... Did they
0: let you rent it?
1: No, I never watched it. I never saw (laughs) it. No, no, no. It just scared you that much? Just the cover? Yeah, the box of it. Yeah, I swear to God. Just the picture (laughs) of it freaked me out. I actually didn't end up watching it ever until two years ago. Turns out, spoiler alert, it's the most boring horror film ever made, I think. (laughs) Okay, like, Pinhead, the thing about Pinhead is that he looks terrifying, He is a head with pins, it is freaky, the way that they're positioned, it's terrifying. But once you get past that, that's sort of it. Like, that's the only sort of thing he's got. Like, Freddy, you learn, like, okay, he's haunting children in dreams because of this backstory. Jason, he's got this story. Pinhead, he's just got pins in his head, and he's creepy. Like... Okay, he ended up being really boring and really lame and something I did not appreciate as I got older. But as a child, the box of Pinhead was enough to freak me out. I didn't even have to see the movie. I was so freaked out by that
0: box alone. Wow. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah. I was a it real funny, wuss as a kid.
1: Was... I really was.
0: Because for uh, family and horror were probably next to each other because, like, in the alphabet, like, they're close. Um, so that's it's just funny, like you said, like, the positioning of it, that you could be a kid just, like, looking at cartoons and then all of a sudden you see Pinhead. Um, With, like,
1: Hellraiser. Like, oh, what is that?
0: <laughs> so mine is, like, total opposite side of the spectrum. This is actually an animated movie. And this is... Not, like, I'm sure someone's probably like, okay, Brandon, you're you're really stretching here. But no, like, if you think about it now, the implications of this... So, have you seen a little animated movie called Balto?
1: I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't think I've seen it.
0: So, it's about, like, uh, these talking wolves. That, well, like, Balto's a wolf, and he lives up in, like, Alaska or whatever, and he's part of... He wants to be part of like this this racing dog sled team, and uh, but he's a wolf, so he can't. Well, anyway, uh, if anyone's seen the movie, there's like two parts that are freaky. One, there's this part where they deal with a uh, and bear in mind, like I said, kids' movie animation, but they deal with a grizzly bear who's huge and black and, like, they didn't even put, like, real eyes. His eyes were just yellow, no pupils. So, like, it was freaky as fuck and, like, was just beating the shit out of, like, these wolves. And, like, uh, it was freaky for that part because, like, he, like, towered over everyone else. Um, so that was scary. But then the part that is more so just, like... Crazy, Like, we talked about a lot of movies dealing with kids, and it freaks you out. But also, like, the implications of, like, death and not understanding that as a kid. So, it's weird, like, explaining Balto to someone who hasn't seen Balto. But essentially, like, a bunch of kids are getting, like, ill in, like, this town, like, of Alaska or whatever. And so, like, this dude with his racing dogs have to, like, go and get, like, this medicine think it's supposed to be in like the 40s or I don't know like it's it's old like it's not supposed to be modern day um, but like trains can't go planes can't go like it's too snowy they can't get this cured like all the kids in town are sick so there's this scene where you know Balto wants to go save the day for this little girl that was nice to him because like she's sick and basically like the doctor says to like the parents like I don't know like we, we just need we need the medicine and Balto walks by this fucking thing that a dude is making coffins for children <laughs> like he he's you see the tall coffins like it's like the outline of a coffin like it's just the wooden you know not a pentagon but you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, like hex, the, hexagon like
1: the coffin. yeah the shape
0: yeah so like there's adult ones. Like, they're tall, you know, they're, like, as tall as the guy who's making them. And then you see, like, these little, like, three-foot ones compared, like, next to them. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, like I had to, like, I think ask my parent like, what is that? And they're like, that's a coffin. And <gasps> I'm just like, what? And, like, it, <laughs> it freaked me out because, like, they were implying that this little girl is going to possibly die. That's so from, dark. God, that's right? so dark. Oh. Right? Right?
1: And oh. it's funny cuz
0: I saw this on like a BuzzFeed article like when they brought up movies like this that freaked us out as kids and then they're like oh in Balto having no chill with the fucking coffins for children. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, right? Am I the only one who noticed that?" God, um, it's what a
1: dark like you visual. need to watch
0: this movie like with uh I think Kevin Bacon does the voice of Balto. Um <laughs> <laughs> fun fact. Um this but is all it's you need cra- to know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's a, actually, it's one of my favorite animated movies. It's got to be in, like, my top 10 to 15. Like, it's a great animated movie. Uh, th- it's funny. There's drama. But just that one scene where, like, the wolf and then Balto, who's a wolf, and then, like, this female dog that he's kind of, like, romantically involved with are walking by, and they see this fucking, you know, guy making little... Children, cough, child coffins, like come on, man! Like oh my that's
1: God. No, that's that like that is
0: deep. really dark. It's really Whoa. Whoa. deep. Uh, yeah,
1: not for t- don't it, ooh. <laughs> ooh, the, the <laughs> whole thing though, like the whole town of children is dying. Like the oh god. Like, like
0: yeah, like it's not the adults, so it's like just the children. And I'm just like, why would anyone live in Alaska? You know, <laughs> <laughs> all the children are dying from this cough thing. And, uh, yeah, so
1: Did that know, like, did that Lead to, like, a death conversation With your parents? Because you were like, what's that? What's the, this I, coffin?
0: I, I can't remember, like, I feel Like they're just like, oh, just keep watching The movie, <laughs> shut up, you, you know What's
1: what? And, I don't know, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? A, a child coffin? Like, it's one of those things that they're they, they probably didn't pay attention to, like, what I was actually Watching, they're like, oh, whatever, it's an Animated movie, don't worry about it but, like, like I said, like bringing it up now as a 25-year-old, like, like, I don't know. That is a lot.
1: <laughs> that's really heavy. Like, really, really heavy to just, like... I mean, the storyline and then that visual of a child coughing. Oh, that's so dark and twisted. Because they
0: didn't... That was the thing, is that they didn't just... I, I'm, like, going to bring up, like, a picture just so you can see. Like, they didn't just have coffins and it's like the implication it's like that they had adult sized coffins and then the little children coffins so like, like what <laughs> would like fit impl- you
1: as a child like oh that's so twisted that yeah. would be I would hate that
0: um yeah I so as we wrap up here um, oh, I have the, here's a picture just so you could see um, it's a gif oh god um, I I will like post this image on the Twitter once we release this episode, because it is so uh I don't know if you can see. So on the
1: Oh, on the I see left it. There, oh, I see the difference.
0: Right? You oh, see like an, an adult coffin and then you see the little children ones? And
1: there's a big there's a big difference. And there's little children <laughs> and the guy making the coffin just like, look, looks really run down and
0: sad too. <laughs> because, because he's image. realizing that children are dying. Oh
1: god. Oh god. <laughs> Right. Oh, happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so twisted. But it's so interesting because I didn't really think about this till we, like, talked about our movies, but it seems like with every movie, there's just, like, the one thing that does it, the one element yes. that, like, sticks out. And so, I don't know, as a ch- child, all you need to see is that one image or that one thing, and it's just... You're traumatized forever. Right. <laughs> the way you look at the yeah. world will never be the same.
0: <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, all these movies, uh, weird places in our subconscious on, like, why <laughs> they freaked us out. Um but uh, I think uh, l- let's let's end on a happier note than child coffins. And uh, <laughs> let's, m- <laughs> let's move on to our LOLs of the week.
1: Oh, Just Okay, well, I, I mean, I would like to think that this LOL of the week is definitely more uplifting than child coffins, so hopefully. <laughs> um, but mine is kind of a, a topical. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. But the details of the latest Woody Allen plot line uh, Uh. were released. And, of course, they're disgusting because it's Woody Allen. Uh, But I won't get into that. If you want to figure it out, uh, you can Google it. But um, what the best response I've seen of the whole Woody Allen thing out of everyone was from a comedian, uh, Jen Kirkman, who has a Netflix special, which is really funny. She's really funny. Um, And her tweet is, Woody Allen's new movie is basically his version of OJ's If I Did It. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's so accurate, right? It's like, oh, yeah. she hit that with the humor, but she's very accurate with that. I think that's so true.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why like I've honestly I've I think besides Ants, like I've refused to see like any Woody Allen movie Same.
1: just because
0: I've heard about his personal life. But oh my god, Jen Kirkman, what a perfect zinger.
1: Perfect, it's so, and it's so true, because I feel like that's what every one of Woody Allen's movies has been, has just been his dark shit, like, out on a film. Uh, I'm with you on him, I can't, I don't do his movies, I don't, because he's...
0: And it's just so perfect, too, because, like, that O.J. was released this year.
1: Yeah, 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 so, good on you, Jim Kirkman, very topical joke. It was. I thought mm-hmm. that was hilarious, like, the best response, because none of us, honestly, should be surprised with what is in his new movie at all, like... We shouldn't yeah. be, and I think her response was perfect. Uh, hopefully, yours has uh, less dark overtones to it <laughs> <laughs> than mine. Yes.
0: Um, so uh, this is a tweet that um, it's actually like so. Like I tweeted kind of like a joke, and then someone responded with an even like better with many hashtags. That was great. So basically, I was. My phone has been sucking lately, so I had done some statuses about how, like, I believe my phone battery is uh, draining just out of spite now. Um, And I had another one. I'm like, I believe my phone battery is like a crack addict needing its fix of electricity. (laughs) Give me a bump of a charge. I'll suck your dick for 7%. Um, So, like, that's what I said. And then he said, uh, this is at David Hickney, said, do not get fellatio from your phone. Hashtag true believers. Hashtag headphone jack is too big. Hashtag (laughs) shock to the scrote. Hashtag NSA sees your junk. Hashtag (laughs) never calls back. So he had one, two, three, four, five hashtags. All
1: very original. Those are good
0: (laughs) hashtags. And I just love that he ends with hashtag never calls back. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I had to give a shout out to David Hickney for uh, just taking my kind of like not so great joke and just elevating it. Um, (laughs) Not uh, like with so many hashtags. Um, But, yeah, so that... That was episode 43 of our podcast. Are we a little... I think we need to go watch something, like, uplifting now.
1: <laughs> I know. I But I have to watch the latest episode of American Horror Story Cult and watch another horror movie tonight. So I'm just going to be in a very dark place.
0: Um, I was going to say, you're going to be having nightmares all month.
1: I know. If, like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids freaked me out as a child. Like, what am I just... I'm just damaging my psyche at this point, really. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I, I love Halloween, I'm a huge horror fan, so if any of you listening have any horror movie suggestions, even though uh, I'll probably be nearing the end of my 31-day horror movie by the time I get it, like, please let me know. Uh, if you have some awesome Halloween costumes, like, if you're doing a cool character, like, Gumby or Wednesday Adams, <laughs> um, send over us pictures. I, I'm such a nerd when it comes to Halloween. Um, and I, on Twitter, am at JustQuaz, and on Instagram, I'm at Quazica. So, happy Halloween, everybody.
0: Yes, uh, you can follow me at the ThePros, T-H-E-P-R-O-Z-E, at Twitter and Instagram. Um, please follow Entertainment Buffet on Facebook, at Entertainment Buffet on Twitter, YouTube, EntertainmentBuffet and as always for the iTunes, please rate, review, subscribe. We will review, We'll read your reviews on the on the episodes and. Oh, pfft, let me say that again. We will read your reviews in an episode and thank you. Uh, give you a special shout out just for giving us that review, and um. Uh, yeah, you, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Podbean, you can find us on Stitcher, we're trying to make it available as many places as possible, um, so check us out on all those places, and as Jess said, happy Halloween, and um, yeah, uh, if you have, I've, I do want to hear though, did anyone else have movies that as kids, they don't have to be horror related, freak you out and scare you and scar you and now you never look at them the same i mean a famous one that didn't quite freak me out but i know a lot of people were freaked out by was like the tunnel scene in willy wonka um that
1: was really heavy as a child because (laughs) it gets very dark and you're like should i trust this guy i don't know but then it's fun yay candy murder yay
0: That one kind of went over my head, but, like, I would love to hear if me and Jess are the only ones or if there are others out there who are freaked out by that first scene in Jumanji. Um, We can't (laughs) be the only
1: ones. That first scene is so terrifying.
0: Yeah. Like, what are the odds, too? Like, (laughs) you know, that the universe, you know, um, that we not only met, but eventually became friends and did a podcast and then brought this up. You know, we could have won our whole lives without ever speaking of Jumanji.
1: Straight up, I don't like to bring it up. I never like to bring that movie up.
0: <laughs> God. Uh, so,
1: Brandon, so. what do you think is an appropriate age to be trick-or-tweeting? Like, do you think 25 is...
0: Trick-or-treating?
1: Trick-or-treating.
0: That, that I want to get candy, stop.
1: and I think it's kind of bullshit that our society has an age. <laughs> so, anyone out there, <laughs> a, if you have a child and you need a babysitter on Halloween... I'll take them, but I'm keeping the candy, and there's no guarantee you'll get your child back by the end of the night. I'm not a good babysitter.
0: (laughs) 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 That went to a place. Um, Oh, God, that's not uh, what I meant
1: to take it.
0: It's funny, because I even have a bit about how like so many of my friends are like, we should go trick-or-treating, and I'm like, why would I do that? I can go trick or treating anytime I fucking go to Target, like I. But you have to pay or,
1: for it. Like trick or treating, yeah. you don't have to pay for any candy, and all you do yeah, is like wear it. But cool I have to pay costume. for it with my
0: time, and looking creepy. See, it's different. You're you're a, a shorter uh, girl who does not look intimidating, but I'm like a five eleven, three hundred pound man. Like it would not look right <laughs> if I was trick or treating. That's uh, <laughs> true. that's true.
1: I feel Uh, like, though, like, if I really wanted to and if I really did my Wednesday Adams makeup differently, I could pass it off. But I also would feel really bad about myself the next day, (laughs) so I won't
0: be doing that. As I like to say, Jess, Halloween is the Christmas for pedophiles.
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah, so maybe I should take on the more adult form just... Go
0: get drunk at a party
1: or something. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yay, happy Halloween! <laughs>
0: <laughs> happy Halloween. Uh, look out for creepy people, guys. Seriously, they're uh, everywhere. <laughs> and yeah, let's let's go watch Jumanji. <laughs> 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 we'll fast forward the first scene though. <laughs>